Earth's Matt, the mad scientist here, and I'm here to tell you our two-year anniversary issue of Orange Phoenix magazine is out right now. I will repeat, the two-year anniversary edition of Orange Phoenix magazine is out right now featuring Animazement. The Orange Phoenix staff visited Animazement in Raleigh, North Carolina, and is featured in our two-year anniversary edition. And there's not one, but there's two options to actually get this magazine. The first option, all you have to do is go to www.patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix. And for only $5 a month, you are guaranteed an issue every single month. For only $5 a month. That's it. Now, if you don't want to do that option, there is option two. If you go to www.orangephoenixmedia.com and click on magazine, you can get a single issue for $7.99. Just a single issue. You got two options. There's no other excuses for you not to have this magazine. There's no other excuse for you not to subscribe to this magazine. www.patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix and www.orangephoenixmedia.com. Dot com. Go ahead, check it out. Give
Good morning, Shadowloo. It's your boy, Eric Mack, the mad scientist. And it's your boy, Thanos Rick. We are back on this beautiful hump day. E, what's up with you, man? Man, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right, man. I'm excited about today. I'm excited about this week. You know, I know you're excited about today because you broke some news to me earlier this week. And I know you were just super ecstatic about it. Uh, but but we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit later, man. But Thanos, Rick, what's been going on with you, man? I know it's been, I would say, maybe a good week for the show. But we're going to make make up for it, more than enough for it this week. But what you been up to this week? Man, just working, bro. Just working and, you know, I'm exhausted, man. I've been running around, you know, trying to stay up on current events and, you know, doing other stuff with this house. And I'm I'm exhausted. Oh, you mean your three-story house? That, that's what you're talking about? Whatever. Yeah, see, I mean, at least you acknowledge the fact that you have a three-story house, man. You didn't deny it. You just said whatever. And that's usually the acknowledgement that you have a three-story house. You know, just rich shit. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay to have money, you know. It's okay to have money. It's all right. Ain't no Rick, everybody. Nah, man. I don't. I don't have it, bro. I don't have it. I don't have it. Besides, I've been to your house. I've been uh-huh. to your house a few you know times. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I do like the Maserati in the garage. That's a nice addition. The what? That's a nice addition. The Maserati. I don't. I have no. I have no such thing, sir. What, is, I have what no is that? Such thing. Twenty twenty three, twenty four. That ain't even out yet. <laughs> How no no Maseratis that? over here. No, we have no Maseratis over here. I'm not even a Maserati guy. I'm not even Maserati. Believe that or not, I'm not even a Maserati guy. I'm more of a Ferrari, Pagani type of guy. That's that's how I am. Well, I mean, are you a Maserati guy? No, those things are junk. They look nice. <laughs> true that. True that. True that. But I, I mean. Uh, Max said, don't forget the Porsche keeps our back. What? I don't yes. have a Porsche. Wow. Wow. <laughs> right. And then, Rick, you co-signing this, man. You know good and well you haven't seen a Porsche back here. See, that silence gives consent. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right, man. Look, this week, this past week was actually pretty fun. You know, uh, Queen and the kid came by for the week, for like the past seven days or so. So we did a shit ton of stuff. You know, uh, I made sure they was worn out every freaking day. You know what I'm saying? Worn out. The minute that they got off the plane, like, look, drop your bags off. We're going to the zoo. And like, we just got off the plane. I know this. But y'all going to the zoo today. Going to the zoo. Went to the water park. Went to Frankie's Fun Park. I haven't been there in years. They, they must have upgraded some stuff, man. Uh, been there. Been to the swimming pool. Been out to eat. Been at the Soda City Market. I feel like we've done at least 90% of the stuff for Columbia. Well, and it was hot. good. And it was hot. But I want to tell y'all, the listeners, out why I am so excited about this week, man. Because we, we don't have one. We don't have two. But we have three shows this week. Like, starting with this show, the morning show, a regularly scheduled program. You know, at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, myself, Thanos Rick. You know, giving you all the geek them goodness. And then Friday, Friday is a super busy day because on Friday at noon, Previously on we got the writers, showrunners for X-Men, 
the animated series. Coming to the show, Eric and Junior Leewald. Friends of the show, they're coming back. Now, as you know, the continuation of X-Men the Animated Series is coming to Disney Plus in 2023. And they are consultants of that show. So not only will they be talking about X-Men the Animated Series and their works with that show, they're also going to be talking about what's going on with X-Men 97, which is coming to Disney Plus uh, in 2023. Now, they have done work with other Saturday morning cartoons, and you may know some, but I'm not even going to reveal that. You're just going to have to tune in at noon Eastern time to hear their list of works because X-Men is not only not the only show that they actually been a part of. So I'm super, super excited about that. And then Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern time, we are having the long-awaited show. Between myself, Thanos Rick, and uh, Mad Max, as, as far as who is the pro wrestling GOAT. And I have my notes. I have my final say on who is the pro wrestling GOAT at this time, but I would not reveal that until Friday. Thanos Rick, I know who you got. I know you got somebody's a pro wrestling GOAT because you said you've been doing some notes earlier this week, right? Well, like I said, you know, it's I think to be fair, we need to mention some names because, of course, we all have our preferences, not saying one, not saying one's wrong, not saying one's right. And I think and I can't speak for Max, but, you know, we've all got into disagreements about who's the gold and who did this and who did that. And there's really no clear, definite answer because that's oh, our preference. They know that's our, there that's is. Our, and I will tell you on Friday. See, there see, there you go. There you go. There no, no, no. Go. But but I, I did get, <laughs> I did follow your advice though because I asked I asked the uh, followers of Orange Phoenix Media on Instagram as well as the Geek Corner on Facebook who they think is the wrestling goat, and I will reveal that on Friday and give their take on it as well. So I, I got I got a few people, and there's been a few different names being thrown out there, but we won't go into detail about anything wrestling related today. <laughs> except for except for maybe you know the Vince McMahon situation with the allegations you know and the Wall I'm Street Journal man. I'm over that man yeah, the, the, the Wall that. Street Journal release and stuff like that <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying but we definitely going to hit that wrestling talk you know on Friday you know, go ahead and call back in Max Max say tag him in tag him in because we got some other news out here to cover Thor Love and Thunder the season finale of The Boys and something that you sent me, Thanos Rick, and I just want you to, to talk about it since this is your favorite subject of all. You know what I'm saying? Mad Max, what's going on? Earth Mac. Yes, Earth sir. Mac. Thanos yes, Rick. Thanos Rick tried to put hard times on me, Daddy. <laughs> he tried to put hard times on Dusty Road, Daddy. <laughs> but nah, seriously. Thanos Rick, I'm ready for whatever you got, bro. Because you, you oh. have no idea what you're talking about. Oh. So you're, you came on here to uh, cut a promo? You're, you're <laughs> on Friday, you're going to touch hands. You're going to touch my hands. I'm going to touch your hands. Dusty Rhodes. And we're going to take it to the top, baby. We're going to take it to the top, daddy. But nah, seriously, man. I can't wait till Friday so I can prove you guys who's the greatest GOAT of all time. Because Thanos Rick keeps talking. Now, I'm not even going to tell who he says all the time. Because if you listen to the show, you know who he talks about all the time. 
Hey, he might have somebody different because he's been writing down some notes. He might have changed my mind because I definitely did. All I'm going to say mean? is it's some dude that the women call, he wears hoochie daddy shorts. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm, I'm just saying it, it. When you do the research, Max E, and you and you look at what these guys have accomplished, it puts yes. everything in, in perspective because some things you forget about. Like, oh, shit, I forgot he won that in that year. Oh, yeah. I forgot he he beat that person or she beat that. I'm like, holy shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's 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 going to be a very difficult combo to have, and I don't yeah. think it's going to be as easy as you might think, Max. No, it's, I don't think it's going to be easy at all because we all have. I think the it's three of us. Be easy for your boy, because I'm telling you, I got some I got some cold shit for you on Friday. The, I wait, here's e, the thing, e. E, e, e. I hope so, E. I hope so, because you 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 be really you really stand in in in, in, in your stance. You don't move. You don't budge. I, I did move. I did move. I did move. Now, uh, shout, shout out to Cena, Alex, new listener. Shout out to you, brother. Now, with John uh, Cena, you moved. Surprisingly, you moved on John Cena. Yeah, I'm surprised did. you did that. But other than that, hey. He, <laughs> okay, I'm going to say this and I'm going to be done with it. John Cena is not the GOAT. If you got him on your list as the GOAT, please take him off now. Max, some, some <laughs> because, because of a man works some, 35 years they give him a watcher and they kick him in the butt and tell him a machine took your job, daddy. Which the machine in this case is Roman Reigns took his job. So no, I'm not putting him as my goal. I will say I will say this in closing with the rest of the talk. I will say this. I have asked the Orange Phoenix Media on Instagram and on Facebook, and no one said Roman Reigns and no one said John Cena. Good. Because they ain't they shouldn't. And this is like a plethora of people, like several people. And there's some that was named twice, and there was some named three times, and there was some that was surprisingly. Now, speaking of um, under the radar, now, July 11th, 1994, Monday Night Raw, you going, you have to watch this match, and that's Bret Hart and the 1-2-3 Kid on Monday Night Raw. You have to watch that. It's on YouTube. You can actually watch that on YouTube. Um, and it was brought to my attention by Sean Waltman on Twitter that that is his he said that is his all-time favorite match like of all time that was probably well that wasn't the match that put him on on the map but i could see that i mean sean walkman is an underrated wrestler but i think give, this, i think this match did put him over the map though honestly because it was for the wwl championship well again one two three kid x pop whatever you're calling him is an underrated wrestler right but I think he gets grief for two reasons. Being a part of the clique. And two, we always like to blame him for China's outcome. So we don't really pay attention to how good of a wrestler he actually was. Right. And I think it's a raw deal. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I ever blame him for that. Honestly. I, I don't think I ever did. Well, I think the general public likes to after the sex tape. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that part. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, it's the first I heard of like people was giving him grief. Like you, you gave me new information. I never knew he got grief like that. I thought Triple H and Triple H those and WWE got more grief than anything. Now I didn't say I didn't say he got a lot the most grief because Triple yeah. H, yeah, he gets a lot of it for cheating and right. marrying the boss's daughter. But yeah, that's another story for another day. Yep. So man, you guys have a great show. Thanos Rick, you still suck. <laughs> <laughs> And I will catch you guys Friday. Let's go.
Friday right. night, man. Hey, but thank you, Rick, man. There were some names dropped out there, bro. There were some names dropped out there, and I can tell you right off the rip that uh, Roman Reigns and John Cena was not on that list. List of people. What about got- Repo? Repo Man? That was me. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> See, like, look. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, look, look at this bullshit. Like, look at this. Look at this. Got a, got a troll, man. Got a troll, man. I had some. There's some people that don't really respond to the Orange Phoenix media, but I must have sparked something with that because they, they sounded off. They sounded off. Also, I will be putting in the uh, Geek Corner and as well as in Instagram questions that you may have for eric and julia lee wall of x-men the animated series and x-men 97 that's coming on disney plus any questions that you have i would definitely write those down um and ask them on the show live at noon eastern time on friday so you got some questions for them i will say your name ask those questions and they'll be more than happy to answer those said questions so they are a awesome awesome group of people so i cannot wait for that but uh Thanos Rick. Now you seen Thor. <clears throat> Love and Thor, no, I, right? No, no, I didn't. But you yeah. did. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Wasn't you the one that told me, hey, E, you got to throw a Love and Thunder the ticket? Because anytime a Marvel movie comes out, you already pre-ordered these joints. What happened? I'm still gonna see it. You still gonna see it? Yeah. I'm still going to see it. Why didn't you pre-order? I'm going to come at you like you come at me. Why didn't you pre-order your tickets, Thanos, Rick? Why didn't you pre-order your tickets? Man, I don't know, man. I don't Uh know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Marvel, E, I'll be honest. Lately, Marvel, I don't even know what to make of it. Uh Because there's really no clear direction. There's really no clear sense of where this is going. I'm Uh I'm sure Kevin Feige has his own blueprint and plans and whatever that he has in store but to me I'm just like well you know that thrill that passion isn't that strong as it as it was you know what right. I'm saying like the the build up the Thanos was 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 you know that was one of a kind you know that was a feeling that was a moment right right but now but, but now it's like well we don't know who the big bad is if there is a big bad you know well Thanos we, didn't get revealed until much later though it, like he wasn't even a focal point in the beginning well, after, well, I mean, you know, in Avengers 1, but that was yeah. after what? What? Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Thor, what? Movies? Four movies? Uh, I think the first appearance of Thanos was Guardians Volume 1. Well, no. Remember, and his remember, actual appearance was in at, after Age of Ultron because he said, I'll do it myself. Well, remember Avengers 1, the, the end credit post scene. When he turned around and smiled or smirked or whatever, we saw. Oh, him. yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. You know right. what I'm saying? But that was after what the third or fourth movie. So it was just like now, you know, with the Hawkeye, Moon Knight, and, you know, Miss Marvel and Loki and yeah. this whole thing with the with the multiverse and you know, Illuminati, which I'm still kind of pissed off about because I don't know why they went that route. Because yeah, they he, got Merc, man. But but I mean. Because, because they, they, because E, oh, yeah, my sorry. thing is my thing is, and you know what? I have to apologize, E. I have to apologize to you and the listeners because I was for sure thinking Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness will bring in the X Men and the Fantastic Four. I was for sure thinking that because right. what other way could they do it? This is the only way that made sense, and I was so sure. I, I was so okay. This is it. This yeah. is it. They gave us Professor Xavier, Reed. 
Black Bolt. And it just ended how it ended. And I was like, I was let down. I ain't so gonna I got lie. a question. I was, I was let I got down. A question, Thanos, I was let down. <laughs> how do you know that the X-Men won't get featured in MCU with the new X-Men series coming to Disney Plus? No, they will. Because remember. They, well, no, they will. They, I mean, it's, it's, it's been confirmed. Fantastic Four is confirmed. Like, it's confirmed. But E, what was always the thing? How are they going to do this? Right. You, well, you know it, I saying? think it was like, more fan base that, that we wanted X-Men to appear in Doctor Strange because, of course, you know, in our eyes, it made the most Excuse me. It made the most sense. It I think made the most wanted sense. it to be in it Doctor made, Strange. Yes. But since it wasn't in Doctor Strange, you know, I think, how can I put this? I think us as a fandom set ourselves up for the disappointment because they never confirmed that they're going to be in Doctor Strange movie. I mean, nor should they. But, um, but I mean, again, yeah, I you're, asked. You're right. You're right. You're touche. Touche. You're right, E. You're right. They didn't confirm. So, all right. <laughs> now, I, now again I ask in the new X-Men the continuation of X-Men the animated series on Disney Plus how do we know that this is not the gateway into the MCU I'm going to have to ask Eric and Julia that on Friday they wouldn't tell you if they <laughs> I mean they wouldn't tell you if they knew because I mean obviously they won't tell me directly you know but you know <laughs> I asked them off the record I asked them I, I asked them off the record yeah. I, just, I just keep what I say to the grave and you, you know what it's told me to the grave. And you let me know <laughs> off the record. <laughs> you let me know. But I mean, <laughs> I'm assuming the new series is going to piggyback off where we left off yes. with the original series in 96, 97, whatever, whatever. So, yeah. I mean, if they connected to the MCU, I mean, how would they, I mean, how would they, how would they do that? Like, it's. Now, keep in mind now, with the original series, uh, none of the characters really had a prominent none of the MCU characters had a prominent role in the series. You had like a cameo appearance like during the Dark Phoenix saga but like a face but there was no dialogue. So at that point that can easily be done and you know how X-Men left off you know uh, Xavier went to the CR and you know the X-Men just watched him go away and it left Magneto and the X-Men there. So I think that's where it's going to pick up from. But I can let them tell it because like, there was a previous show uh, that me, Eric, and Julia, Brittany, uh, Eric did. And they actually revealed when the show was really supposed to end. And it wasn't supposed to end in season five. It was supposed to end at the end of Beyond Good and Evil with Apocalypse. That's, that was supposed to be the season end but the executives asked them to do another season and but i mean they, they can go more in detail about that but yeah i mean now okay since you haven't seen it thanos rick which i'm trying to figure that out uh spoiler free with thor love and thunder i i will say this thor love and thunder is different no i can't say it's different because you knew it was going to go in a different direction once Thor Ragnarok came out. You know it was a di you know it was different than Thor Dark World. You know it was different than the first Thor movie. It was just different. Uh, it was more of, of a comedic spin to it and stuff like that. So it, it's a little bit different. Um, it's Taika Waititi is still there. He's still uh, directing the film. So the elements from Thor Ragnarok is still there. Um, at, you know, per Screen Rant before the movie even came out, 
you know there were some people that was supposed to be in the movie that got scrapped that's not really a spoiler you know that was already out there before the movie even came out so to the untrained eye the movie gonna seem all over the place I, I will I will say that I will say that Love and Thunder is not better than Ragnarok but it's better than Dark World and and slightly better than the first Thor movie. So I would say Thor's best movies is Love and Thunder and Ragnarok. Um, obviously, you get introduced to Zeus because that was part of the trailer. You know, Zeus is there, which if Zeus is there, who else will be there? You know, you know, you can put two and two together there. Um, obviously, uh, he signed, you know, Chris Hemsworth signed on from uh, multiple films. So obviously, you're going to know that there is going to be another Thor film. You already know that Jane Foster takes the mantle of uh, the goddess of thunder, which I actually wrote about that, the comic book, you know, uh, Thor, goddess of thunder. Now, in the comics, Jane has cancer and she's in Asgard, right? You know, at the moment, well, in that storyline and the hammer actually gave her abilities. So, you know, the powers or whatever. But once she, you know, goes back to regular Jane Foster, the cancer is still there. You know, in the comics, she's trying to cure her own cancer by her own volition, like her own science or whatever. She don't want to do Asgardian magic, even though she's in Asgard getting treated. She kind of, it, it kind of gives off the sense that she wants to do this on her own. Okay. So, um... I would say with the movie, it is it has a lot of funny elements in it. Just keep your eye on the goats. <laughs> I was I would say that that's hilarious. Um, I feel like the villain, uh, Gore the God Butcher, um, should have gotten a little bit more screen time. You know, um, yeah, I feel like he should have got a little bit more screen time. Now, when you said Thanos Rick, you was you wasn't sure on the um, direction. So I remember Kevin Feige saying something around the lines of there won't be any big team-ups anytime soon after Thanos. And I feel rightfully so, because if you really think about it, with Hawkeye, with Miss Marvel, with Moon Knight, this is really the aftermath of Thanos, because even though Thanos was defeated, there's still holes left that, you know, that, you know, in Thanos' wake. You know, people die. You know, Black Widow's no longer there. Captain America no longer there. Iron Man is dead. So, you know, a great majority of the OG crew is no longer a monster living. So you got to see where Hawkeye is there because Hawkeye is part of the Avengers. He suffers from survivor's remorse because most of his friends are, are gone. His best friend is gone. So you get to see his journey and how reluctant he is to train Kate in Hawkeye. That's why I like that series so much. Then you got Bucky and, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier. They're dealing with the aftermath of the situation where, you know, Steven's no longer there and you got um, Bucky trying to egg Sam on and Sam trying to try to live up to Cap's legacy, whereas he has to realize he has his own legacy to lead. And, you know, Miss Marvel is kind of like that anomaly that's hanging out there. And obviously you got Wanda with WandaVision because she's still dealing with, you know, with trauma because, hell, Vision died twice in front of her. 
within two minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she killed the man, you know, Thanos reversed time and killed him again. Like, he caught, I feel like Vision caught the worst of it out of the deal. And then Wanda got to see all of that. Then you see the results of her, her anger, you know, her sadness. And you saw that in Full Splendor and Doctor Strange. So I think really it's people dealing with aftermath of things. And Thor, you know, he's dealing with his own personal shit, you know, because he no longer has Asgard. You know, Valkyrie is leading Asgard and, you know, and he's going on his own adventures and stuff like that. So he's dealing with his own shit. Yeah, so, so you know, so, I mean, ha- haven't seen so, Thor yet, but I can definitely see no major team ups no time soon. Nah, not no time soon. All right. Oh, what you well, say, Thor? I mean, so, uh, I say Thor. Uh, Thanos? So we're just making movies just to make them. Is that where we're at with it? No, everything is tied in. Everything is tied in together. But notice, though, each of these series of movies, except with the exception of Falcon Winter Soldier, are dealing with magic and cosmic entities. Now, that is the next big thing, is stuff that's going on in space. Nick Fury is in space. The Skrulls are on Earth. Thor is in space. The Guardians of the Galaxy is in space. Captain Marvel is in space. Miss Marvel is dealing with like some cosmic stuff herself. Moon Knight is also cosmic as well because it kind of in Thor it kind of alludes to the fact about other gods and stuff like that. So it, everything is going to be. I feel like most of the stuff is going to be in space, and I feel like the the next big thing is going to be Secret Wars. When the, when the, I mean that's coming. That yeah. that's already confirmed. So, um, I don't know, man. Like I said, I mean it's it's Earth. And I know I text, and, and well, I mean I, I I know I texted you and you was like you know Thor it was good but not great. So I was like okay. So that just tells me it's at least watchable. I could watch it and possibly you know enjoy it. You know what I'm saying is given the cur- current events now, I'm just trying to. I don't know. I'm I'm just losing my excitement because you know we have Riri Ironheart's coming. You know Wakanda Forever or uh, Black Panther Two. Wakanda Forever is coming. The show is coming. You know Loki season two is coming. Yeah. Whatever. Echo and Daredevil. Whatever. Whatever. I mean it's it's great. It's great. You know I just I don't know that 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 build up to Thanos was was fantastic. So I guess in a way I want that again. You know, and that may sound selfish, but I don't know. I don't know. I just I just wanted to, to lead somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's just me. I, I think that as as a fandom is that we we gotten spoiled with these big team ups coming up. You know, that was coming up. I mean, you know, uh Spell said ten years of build up. You know, I don't think, yeah, I don't think they can, I don't think they're able to do that again. But I mean, most of these characters are already established. So I don't think they're going to be another 10 years before that happens. I think maybe another, maybe four. You know what I mean? So in in a sense, it has, like, like any great series, when you have like this big moment that happens, you have to dial it down just a little bit to build up another big thing. You know how when you see good series, you know, you, there's a height of something and then it kind of slows down a little bit. And like, oh, this episode is kind of slow, da, 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 but people are impatient. You know what I mean? Like some people are impatient. Like they don't, they want balls to the wall action. 
every single time every single day but that doesn't give time for story building and build up to the ultimate thing because once there's a big thing happens you're not as excited about this big thing because you you're so used to it well that depends on how they portray it like let's right. say if galactus was the next big bad e i can get behind that i can definitely get behind that yeah there's galactus king the conqueror annihilus exactly you know i mean it i don't know i don't know but i mean i'm i'm gonna check it out i'm gonna check it out you know um i don't know we'll see but i'm I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it i'll probably catch it this weekend um you know see what it's about or whatever so you know and then i'll have to catch miss marvel because the new show dropped today the new the, the finale i believe so yes yes the finale dropped today so sure. i thought last week was the finale yeah and i was like oh okay nah nah i think there's another another uh show coming so there's that and then also um i think after miss marvel is there any other new marvel shows coming after that and not, not immediately this year uh uh, Echo is, is Echo coming to sh- no She ah. Hulk. She Hulk. Yes, 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 yes. Hulk's in that's next month, I believe. Actually, yeah. So there's a little a small gap. There's a small gap within the Marvel shows and stuff like that. But I mean, um, now there was another finale that wrapped up uh, this past Friday, and that is the boys. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the boys. How can I? How do I feel about this? I knew it was the season finale. It didn't feel like a season finale, but I understood it. Um, it was a lot of action. Uh, I know with Homelander, he got his got the shit kicked out of him this season. I mean, with the introduction of Soldier Boy and uh, the introduction of I mean, obviously not the introduction of Homelander's son, but you know with butcher and the interaction with his stepkid and he's no longer wants to be associated with butcher and then homelander shows up and says all the right things and now you got homelander and his biological kid and you see that smirk at the end of the season finale and i'm like oh shit like okay do you have to kill homelander and the kid now like i don't I don't understand. I don't. I don't know how this thing is going to play out. Now, the thing that was surprising to me was Black Noir, because uh, I was thinking Black Noir was going to like last throughout the series, but you know, he got hell. He got a hole punched to him. So, I mean, I like. Oh, okay. There's that. But um, I thought it was going to last a little bit. I thought it was going to last a little bit longer. But I do understand the dynamic between Queen Maeve and Soldier Boy and Homelander. It seemed like there's a little bit of humility. Just a small, it's a small tangent. It's a small tangent of humility with Homelander. I know with in I know in the comics, um Black Noir is like a clone or or like the original Homelander under the mask or something something of that nature. And Black Noir is the bad guy or whatever the case may be. But um, there's a lot of changes between the comics and the series. There's, there's definitely a lot of changes. So I like the fact that they changed some things in the series versus the comics. Because now you can 
you can get some unexpected stuff. You're not going to expect certain things. So I'm, I'm happy for that. So, and I think that's Rick. I knew you need to see the boys. I, I, mean, I tried to get into it. I just couldn't. And how many episodes you seen? One. Exactly. You can't. Okay. I, I will say this. I will say this because I, I was notorious for doing this too. I watched like a first episode of something and then I lied. If I don't like it, whatever. Okay. The perfect example of this is The Wire. Now, Queen told me that the first season of The Wire is not to be desired. However, the second season on up is where it really takes up. And that's why this show is so iconic. Kind of like how the different world is. Like when you watch a different world, the first season is kind of meh. But the, the second season on in, it was gone. But the boys don't take a season to pick up. You have to watch that whole season to understand what is going on. Because this is really a re- more of a realistic view on some of these superheroes. Because, you know, Homeland is more like a, a Superman trope. And, you know, with a laser vision, well, what if Superman is just a douchebag? This is what Superman will be like if he's a douchebag. Right. And you got people like Butcher, which is human, and his group of ragtag guys, aka the boys, which has women included in it, they're looking to kill them. And they have their reasons to kill them. <laughs> to kill them. So um and they have killed some superheroes throughout the season. So that there's that. You just gotta keep watching Thanos Rick, man. One episode ain't gonna do you. I think I think honestly, Thanos Rick, I think that's how you miss out on a lot of great shows is because like you'll watch the first episode and you're done with it. And then you hear a bunch of people around you talk about how good the show is because they kept going with it. You gotta have more patience. I mean I'm picky. I mean yeah, I'm picky. I mean that's how I yeah. felt about the um Hello Academy. I was like, nah, this ain't it. Uh-huh. This ain't it. But I see that people really like the show and you know it's I think it's on the second season now on Netflix. So, you know. Uh, third. Third? Okay. Oh, damn, third. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Third season. So, see that? Now you're... Because the new season of Umbrella Academy not too long ago came out. I mean, people have finished it. I haven't finished the season. But... There's that, you know. But, I mean, I'm going to finish it out. And uh, I actually picked up an, uh, another anime... Cause I did finish Bakuman. Uh, I did finish Bastard. That's on Netflix. I did finish that, but I actually started a new uh, anime series. I want to say it's a new anime series. It's more or less like a, a '90s anime classic called The Slayers. Um, I have been asking people about The Slayers, and people were saying, "Yes, you need to watch that in its entirety." There's different series, there's different movies, and stuff like that. So I'm actually watching that now, and I will be writing about that. Uh, next month because there's a there's a whole slew of episodes i'm in the first season still uh the animation looks very 90s but so far so good so far so good but yeah just now we're gonna take a quick quick break uh music break and we're gonna jump into uh robocop the video game thanos rick favorite guy and i let him take that story away since he broke the story to me but after the music break, we're gonna jump right into Robocop and some more Geek Them Goodness. Alright? So stick around.
Yo, this is Earth's Mad Mad Scientist Thanos Rick, the Orange Phoenix Morning Show. Thanos Rick, you got some news for us, right? I'm not really. Not yes, really. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Not really. Yes, you do. E, I sent you that because I knew you like Robocop. I didn't and send you, this and so to you. speak on it. I Go didn't ahead and speak on it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't send this to speak on, 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 on the show, but but no, is the, the game is called Robocop Rogue City. Um is scheduled to arrive June 2023, and by the looks of it, it it's gonna take place. Well, it's based around the original 1987 movie, not the sequel, not the third movie, but the the, the first initial original movie. But it's a it's a totally different, totally new story, according to reports. Now it's going to be available for PC, PS5, Xbox Series XS, um, and it's going to be by the looks of it because there is a trailer out for it. It looks to be a first-person shooter. Yeah, but you also can explore. Detroit and you have multiple choice dialogue options okay so again it's supposed to arrive up next year um first person shooter I mean it, it the graphics look good you know if the movie wasn't so shitty I might actually get this game and enjoy it you know what I'm saying maybe but you that's the what if the movie wasn't so shitty I might get the game and enjoy it if the movie wasn't so shitty but i mean that's all the news that that's on it right now and of course you know it's going to take a lot of elements from the original movie so you have the gang violence element you have the you know all the chaos in this futuristic dystopian detroit setting so it's you know like the original movie but it's a new story and it's you know for PS5 and Xbox SS and you know it's going to be great graphics. I mean it's it's it's, it's going to be probably a good game. Probably. Yes. Be- better than the uh better than the latest Terminator game. I will t- definitely tell you right. that. Right. And that says a lot coming from me because I hate RoboCop. I think it's terrible, but the game looks actually pretty good. So even better than the later latest Terminator game? Cuz you've seen it. I know you've seen it. But you never I've talked seen, about it. I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> you never talk about it. There were some changes, wasn't it? There were some changes. Oh, you're you just... <laughs> Go on, go on, go on, go on. It, it... <laughs> e, I know you're going to buy the game probably. And I'm pretty sure you haven't. Or have you seen the trailer for it or no? Yes, I have seen the trailer for it. Like the minute that you sent me that link, uh, I looked at the trailer and I was like, "Wow, this game looks really good." And uh, I mean, I really do want a RoboCop game. I haven't played a RoboCop game since RoboCop vs. Terminator on the Sega Genesis, and yeah. that that game is real phenomenal, phenomenal. So super, super bloody. And I, and it looks to me like it's gonna be just as bloody because I seen someone's heads get shot off. So um, just give me the arm cannon with the rocket boosters please let that be in part of the game because i would love every bit of that well they, they do have a targeting system like I, I guess you can scope out targets with this system and you can hit hard to hit enemies 
yeah. like maybe by, maybe behind a statue or, or something crazy like that. So you know, it it, it it seems to be advanced in the gameplay and what you can do, which is a yeah. good thing. Which is a good thing. So you know, and you know, I I, I knew you'd like it, so that's why I sent it to you. But mm-hmm. you know, it's I mean, a new you story. saw you saw, you saw greatness, and you like, damn, oh we this is Robocop. Let me send this to Earth. Yeah, you know, I, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay, man. It's okay. Listen, I acknowledge Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Terminator 2 Judgment Day being the best out of two. I even acknowledge the the latest Terminator movie because that one was actually pretty pretty good. But I won't acknowledge any other Terminator movies. Judgment Day is the best one. Terminator 2 is still one of the hardest movies ever created. Like, hands down. Hands down. One of the hardest movies ever created. I mean, bar, I mean, bar, you know, second to none in, in that regard. Now, Robocop 1 definitely set the standard because it was originally NC-17. That was the rating. And they had to dial it down just so it could be rated R. That lets you know how ultra-violent that, that movie was. I mean, you can get the unrated version somewhere. I think you, you can get it now. And then Robocop 2. And then I think they, they tried to appeal to other audiences with RoboCop three, it with it being PG thirteen, and you know, you know, thing is, with rated R movies, it appeals to certain audiences, but it it don't spread out to people under a certain age. So, um, Expendables three actually tried to do that by making it PG thirteen by having stylized violence versus the old school violence in the first two movies, and the third movie didn't do that good because of that. Um, so I think they're going back to the, the rated R formula, but uh, even with the latest RoboCop movie, the remake, that was PG-13, and I hated it. So that, that's saying something. That That's saying something. But I'm happy for this RoboCop game now. Now, there is another game that's out. Now, Thanos written now. Do you want to take that away? Because I, I feel like this, this, is, this is your wheelhouse here. Say it again. I didn't hear you. I said, do you want to take this other game that's coming out? Because I feel like this is really your wheelhouse here. Which is? What game is this? This is Gundam Evolution. Nah, go ahead. Go ahead. Because I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on this. Because me and you differ. <laughs> me and you differ on Gundam. I'm not quite I'm not quite sure why we differ, but we I differ on it. Okay, to the <laughs> listeners out here, I will say this. I will say this. I said... <laughs> The Gundam franchise is one of the best anime franchises, you know, of all time. However, Gundam Wing is not the greatest anime of all time. I will say I, that's what I that's what I said. Now but, who said that? Who said Gundam Wing was the greatest anime of all time? You did. <laughs> you, you did. That's why I reiterated that. <laughs> like you did. I was like, okay, you haven't watched that much anime. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. I admit, I admit, I do love Gundam. I think Gundam is the greatest anime franchise. Okay. As a franchise, and I know people might say, you know, One Punch Man and, you know, maybe yeah, Dragon. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't say yeah. One Punch Man is a franchise, but I, I can tell you right now. No, it's, it's a franchise. It's a friend. I mean, it, it has merch and it has 
oh yeah, know, yeah, yeah. video games I, and all i mean it's a it's a it's a global phenomenon you know what i'm saying so it's a franchise it's a franchise i would i would say this though thanos Ray. i don't think anybody will say one punch man as a franchise is better than gundam as a franchise i would i wouldn't say that <sighs> okay yeah i wouldn't say that it may, one punch man may be better than a certain gundam series you know but as a franchise nah Nah, I can't even. I can't even. I can't even fix my mouth to even say that. They'd be a whole hundred. But there is a Gundam Evolution game now. Games based on existing property are hit or miss, which goes doubly for games based on anime, according to CBR. For every Dragon Ball Fighters, there are dozens of quick cash grabs, and the Mobile Suit Gundam series is no exception. Now there have been several Gundam video games from a variety of genres that release to varying degrees of success. Now Gundam Evolution breaks the mode of mediocrity by not only being a fantastic Gundam game, but it's also an incredible new hero shooter in its own right. Now, Gundam, <clears throat> Gundam Evolution is the latest in the long line of mobile suit Gundam games from Bandai Namco, and this game separates itself from other Gundam games by being a team-based first-person hero shooter. Hero shooters have become increasingly popular in recent years and were spurred on by the success of games like Overwatch. Now, many modern online shooters take some elements from the hero shooter genre. While Gundam-themed hero shooter may not initially sound like the game fans want, Gundam Evolution excels at every aspect of the genre. Now, the game is set to release later on this year and for both PC and console versions of the game. Now, from network testers alone, Evolution has the potential to be a major competitor to other hero shooters. Now, the game played beautifully during the network test, <clears throat> that may not sound like a big deal, but in the world where plenty of AAA games barely work at launch, it is amazing to see a game feel complete during the first network test. Now, if you're a fan of Overwatch, you're definitely going to be a fan of this. And then I did see the gameplay of Gunner Evolution like as a first-person shooter, and it really does look amazing. Um, yeah, I saw, do- I saw it. I saw it. I did check it out as well, and I agree. I'm going to buy the game. Um... Cause I think we're at a point now where we're gonna get Gundam right with the games, with the upcoming movie. You know, the, the anime animation is it's already there. Like that's that's a no-brainer. But right. I think outside of that, I think we're, we're getting to a point now to where okay, we're gonna get this right. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I mean, honestly, the last Gundam game that came out, Gundam Extreme Maxi Boots on, I have that. That's a PlayStation Four. It's cute. Uh, uh, <laughs> I automatically disagree with. It. <laughs> Man, you got, man, it, man. Explain, Pat. <laughs> okay, so while he explaining, I will say that Gundam Extreme Maxi Boost on. That's the one reason why I didn't want you to get rid of your PlayStation Four. Is a PlayStation Four exclusive. It, we talking Gundams from every single series, and mobile suits from every single series, not just Gundams. And it's a two v two team-based battle and <clears throat> it is uh if you go to any anime convention or combo convention and you go to the arcades you will definitely see gundam uh, stream maxi boost on and people are lining up playing that game that game is very good and it's very awesome and it is in a sense it's pretty balanced if you know what you're doing <laughs> Pat Venice said, we just going to disagree on things. I heard you don't like Robocop. Yeah, see? See? Yeah. See, a fellow Robocop fan, Thanos, Rick. Just saying. Robocop is not trash. 
It is not trash. But <clears throat> now, uh, now with Gundam Evolution, you have the new series, the new Xbox, right? Or do you have just the Xbox One? No, I have the Xbox One S. Okay. Now, is Gundam Evolution coming out for that console? I. Ooh, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Uh, I don't. I don't believe so. Ooh, does that mean you have to buy a next gen console? I mean, I have to buy one anyway. I mean, it's it's, it's at the point now to where things are moving toward the newer system. So, I mean, I'm at that point. Are you going to get rid of your Xbox One S? I mean, I'm not going to need it if I if I get a new the new Xbox. I'm not going to need it. So. All right, then uh, you know what to do with that Xbox One S. You going to yes. send that to my? I will send I'm you gonna, my address. I'm, I'm going to sell it. No, no, no. You going to send? You going? <laughs> you going to? I'm going to send you my address, and you are going to send that console to me. So when you said, "Damn, I missed my Xbox One S," I can actually send it back to you. That way, you got to buy it again. I'm trying to help you out, Chief. I'm trying to help you out because I know how you do. I know how you do. Just give it to me. Mail it to me. It will be in good hands. I will send you my address. I'm just saying. Now and then, and then Pat Venner says this. Just join the PlayStation Five crew, man. Just go join the PS Five crew. You know you want to. Uh, you know you. Want I got to. love. I got love for Sony. I got love for Sony. I mean, we'll uh-huh. see. We'll see. But you know, I just love Gears of War, man. Yeah, I, I can I can see that. I can see that. I just love Gears of War. <laughs> I can see that. It's okay. I don't know. It's okay, man. It's okay. But look, join the PlayStation 5 crew. You won't be you won't be disappointed. Now here I am saying this. I don't have a PS5, but Robocop will probably be the reason I get a PS5. It's like the middle of next year, whenever it drops. And Street Fighter 6. That would definitely be the, that would also be a different reason too. Well, I have to get that because that definitely won't be on Xbox One S. So, yeah, yeah, you might want to. It, it's way more. Unless you know some other people that got an Xbox. Now, I know I know those with PS5s. See? I don't know anybody with, with the new Xbox. I, I mean, know I can probably play PS5. with you with my PC, you know, I can sign, I can still sign into my Xbox account. That's how I was able to get uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on my PC. And but I can cross play with other Xbox players because I I'm into the Xbox account. So I'm I'm able to do that. So, all is not lost in that regard. So now also in other news, we got some uh, Star Wars and some stuff about Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Uh, So as you all know, the new report claims that Vince McMahon agreed to pay $12 million in hush money to four women. Now these women are yet to be revealed. I don't think they're ever going to be revealed. This is like like NDAs and stuff like that. Um, I, I believe, honestly, Thanos Red, you can chime in. I don't think nothing really nothing really is going to happen to Vince, honestly. I don't even know what the fuck they're going to do. I, I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> like, I mean, him and, 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 and John Laurinaitis, 
I'm like, well, he can go. I don't care about him. Well, he's a scapegoat. There's, 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 there's a report saying that he, he if anybody's stepping down, it's going to be him, and he's going to take the, he's going to take the L. But from what I've heard, allegedly, you know what I mean? And right, there's nothing they can do technically because, all right, yeah, you're a bad person because you had an affair, and I'm not condoning that, none whatsoever. So with these said women, if you sign NDAs and you reveal that they he gave them NDAs, then yeah. Now, if you took money out of the company account to do this, where you had budget cuts and you fired people, then that can be a very big problem. But I don't think Vince is like that crazy to say, I'm going to just take it out of the WWE account. I think he used his own personal funds to pay Whatever. I mean, he is a billionaire after all. So, and it's twelve million dollars over time. I think. I mean, he's. I mean, uh, I e I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, he'll he'll step down and he'll let whoever run it. Yeah, Stephanie. He'll stay out the public. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he'll he'll stay out the public eye and you know whatever. But he'll he'll still be calling some shots now. You know, I don't. I don't believe that's going to change much. He is. He still is calling. I could be wrong. I think he's still behind the curtain. Yeah. Like, you know, chiming in here and there. But Stephanie's kind of like running the show. I mean, hell, I I mean, hell, the man was on TV twice. You know, um, he's like, all right, together forever. I mean, that could have been his his send off. Like, you know, you won't see me on TV for a while. Um, You know, he got his hands on things like, especially with Austin Theory, you know, winning the money in the bank. Um, you know stuff like that because you know theory is 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 his guy. So you already know theory's getting pushed to the moon and back. But I, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Vance in that in that regard. I don't think nothing extraordinarily bad. If it the worst of it, I feel like if this all comes out to, I mean, the Wall Street Journal released this information, so the Wall Street Journal don't put out you know tabloids and an inquirer type of type of information like they put out legitimate information so you know in that sense um i don't think nothing extraordinarily bad gonna happen to vance i think if anything he's probably stepped down you know stephanie will run it you know and or nick Khan. we'll see only time will tell but I don't. I doubt. I, I doubt that. But now the people in the back, though, um, I, I have been reading reports about how people' attitudes are in the back. Nobody is not saying anything in the back because a, you know, if you say something, you know, you you're probably going to get buried. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You might not get that TV time. So, mum's the word in that sense. You know, you might feel the way you feel, but I, I think from what I've been reading reports, allegedly that nobody's saying anything. No, you know. If people feeling a certain way, they're not verbally, they're not verbalizing it because there might be some backlash coming. So, oh, you, oh, you, you know, yeah. you, you know that. You know I mean, that. this is WWE we talking so, about, man. You, you got to tread, you got to tread lightly around there, man. One minute you getting pushed, next thing you getting buried. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not buried, yeah, but you know, yeah. you getting taken off TV. I mean, hell, um, Cora Jade was part of the NFC Tag Team Champions. Like they just won it like a week prior. And she turned on her partner a week later, which is why I don't watch NXT anymore, but can't stay vested. But still yet. 
Um, I don't think nothing is short of the bad is going to happen to Vince. Um, as long as he hasn't done anything illegal, I think he, he should be square. I think he should be straight. I mean, this ain't the first scandal Vince dealt with. <clears throat> Steroids. This ain't the first time. Yeah, yeah but that, that was a bad case. That trial was horrible. Right. They had nothing on him. <laughs> right. I mean, then, then the whole situation with Jimmy Superfly Snooker, I mean, I don't know the full details of that, so I can't elaborate. I mean, if, 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 if anything, Vince should have owned up to Owen's death. That's probably the most... That's probably the, the biggest red flag that sticks out yeah. to me. It, 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 it but, is a mix. You know, a- but, 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 you know, that's a touchy subject. We don't got to get into it. I know people still feel a way about that, but that's just my stance and opinion. That That's yeah. all. So, and I, and I say, um, also, I, I want to address some of the, I, I heard about this on another show and people was like, I want to say body shaming Eddie Kingston or whatever the case would be like saying he might need to get in shape and blah, 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 blah. Um, I mean, that's, that's, that's not really a big deal. I mean, I don't think Kevin Owens is in shape, but you know, whatever. But you know, that's the thing, man. I feel like none of these, mo- none of these bottom feeders is out here doing anything in the ring like Kevin Owens or how Eddie Kingston is doing. Like for instance, I can name oh, I, I can name all. Mark Henry, Big Show, Vader, Yokozuna, Dusty Rhodes, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio. What do all these people have in common? I mean they can move. Ain't they can that. move. Nobody said that they you know like they can work. They can perform in the yeah. ring. And that that's not that that's not the issue. You know what I'm saying? It's just I just think when it comes to, and you know, we'll 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 speak on this Friday. Yeah. I just think when it comes to when it comes to what makes a superstar, you know, you have to have that presence, that look, that whatever, whatever, whatever. And I just think, in some people's eyes, the guys you just mentioned, some of them might not have it, but that's, that's or that, might that, not check all the boxes. But that's more of a Vinceism, though. Of course, that, that's a Vinceism. I'm. I mean, it, it is, but also with the fans too, because the fans still have to gravitate toward that. It doesn't matter if Vince, Vince can push whoever he wants to push, but if the fans still don't gravitate toward it, then Vince, Vince has to make a change. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I get that. that. You know what but I'm saying? He, he, so I, I will say now, like Ric Flair, like like Ric Flair wasn't a six-pack type of dude neither. But you know, look at that Vader. What I meant when I when I list off those guys, all of them are multi-time world champions. And all of yes. them were over. So I I, th- I don't think like with certain fan bases, like some of these bottom feeders out here have, has anything to say because Eddie, especially with Eddie Kingston, every time Eddie Kingston comes out, people chant his name and, and like almost like the roof blows off the place when he shows up. He's like the everyman. He's like the Terry Funk of this time. And if or when he wins a world championship, it's going to be a very feel good moment for him and my thing is I, you know part of me wish I was a rider for like wrestling or whatever but I feel like once he wins that championship the person that steals it from him has to be a monster heel because he's going to be hated to the moon and back and that puts more asses in seats and gives you more ratings 
because now you're paying to see whoever this person that take, took this away from Eddie Kingston to get his ass whipped every week. Prime example, Austin Theory. People was upset that Austin Theory won money in the bank. But that that's the whole premise of it. You're supposed to hate it. You're supposed to hate the fact that this man won money in the bank. Like, he didn't do anything to earn it. He didn't. He just lost earlier in the night. He just lost to Bobby Lashley. He just lost his Intercontinental Championship. But yet, somehow or another, he just got willed into the Money in the Bank ladder match where everybody else had to fight and qualify to be in the ladder match. And not only that, he beat everybody <laughs> to win it. You know what I'm saying? It's like... So, so can I make the case that they're pushing him down our throats? Not exactly, because he hasn't cast in yet. I mean, he just lost. I mean, he just lost. And he got kicked in the face this past Monday night by Dolph Ziggler, too. So, And he lost another match. So, Well, I, I think... I think they're giving theory someone to work with. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. I think it. that's what that no is. doubt about it. I think that's what that is. Like they're they're giving someone that theory can work with and may and possibly have a good match with because a I feud. mean Dolph, that's really that's really random and out of the blue, out of the air. Agree. You know what I'm saying? So so I just think like they're they're giving theory something to do, and you know him and Bobby Lashley, honestly that that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. I mean, it it does, not to me. Bobby beat him for that not, title. Not, not, not to me. But but I mean, what Austin Theory no, was the U.S. No, no, but and he just dropped it to Bobby Lashley. I mean, he has an extra. No, no. I mean, a back and forth between him and oh, Bobby. Oh, oh, I got you, I got you, got you. You know what I'm saying? If 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 you're creating a, a, a feud or something that will last maybe a few months, then him and Bobby to me didn't make any sense. Dolph might make some sense because of the size, you know. Um, I mean that and other things. I, I I think they have other plans for Bobby, you know, because Bobby is still a top tier wrestler. I mean, he was just the world. Like I I think they have other plans for yeah. Bobby, and putting him against Theory probably wouldn't make the most sense. You know what I'm saying? Plus, if you're if you're gonna quote unquote bury Bobby to get Theory over, I think that that will piss people off. To be yeah, honest, and me quote unquote because I, because I, I always say a, a loss a loss doesn't mean a burial. Now I will tell you this though: if you see Theory lose a whole slew of matches, just be just be prepared for him to cash in that Money in the Bank briefcase. That it always happens. It's not just with Theory; it happens with any Money in the Bank person. Like if they go through like a a, a ring of losses. Um, because this is a babyface turn for Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler was a heel for a number of years, like him, especially him and Bobby yeah. Roode. So, yeah. for him to turn and cause Theory to lose that tag match and kick him in the face, then you know, obviously, there's a program him and Ziggler can work because he knows, you know, the company knows Ziggler is a workhorse and Ziggler will make you look good. I mean, a lot of people kind of call him. I wouldn't say the second coming. I will say it. The second coming of Shawn Michaels, just by the way his he he carries himself and how he is, or how he, how his in ring work is. So, if Theory loses this feud, or whatever the case may be, then you can probably look for Theory to cash in really soon, and you may see him and Cena because him and Cena had an interaction during the uh, appreciation night they had like last week. Was it last week? The week before last? They had an interaction yeah, with each other, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. might be a seed being planted, and it might work around to get back to that point. And you may see theory go over on Cena, maybe. Um, well, before we get to that, before we get to that, do you see theory cashing in and becoming champion with both titles? Oh, uh, now, 
now, um, yes, I, I can yes. De- I can yes. definitely see it in, at SummerSlam because SummerSlam is the last man standing match between Reigns and, and Brock Lesnar. I mean, whoever's out on top is gonna be beating the shit, and whoever's. So how would that look? So how would that look if Theory cashes in now? Uh, of all people to be. Because no one really thought that theory would be in that conversation. Oh no no no! So if he catches, so, so if he catches in now and becomes the new undisputed, that would look kind of funny. It look funny, and I people think. won't like it. But that's the whole premise of it. He's a heel. You're not supposed to like the shit. But the thing is, with, with with the money in the bank, is you're supposed to get someone while they're weak. So if you, so in this instance, Brock is the babyface in this feud, which. I think what happened with Brock and Roman was an audible because of what happened with Cody and what happened with some other injuries. That's why Brock got put back in because that really, I think in my opinion, that really wasn't supposed to happen. Brock wasn't supposed to be there. They just called him there because Roman has to defend that title because that is the second biggest pay-per-view of the year for the WWE. So you got to add a stipulation in there to make it, make it a little bit more interesting than a regular old match by having a last man standing where you beat the absolute shit out of each other, which is what I really wanted primarily in the first place. So whoever out on top, which if Brock comes out on top, then that makes Brock Lesnar weak because of what he went through with Roman. So when Austin cashes in and he and he wins or do a roll-up or whatever, that is more believable than a straight-up match between the two. Just like with Liv Morgan cashing in on Ronda, we know Ronda will beat the shit out of Liv. We know this. <laughs> we, we we know this, but how she now? I, I do believe though Ronda held on that alcohol lock a little bit too long. It should have been a little bit quicker. It should have been like a quick roll up. But either way, you know the ends justify the means. She rolled up Ronda. She got her title, and then that makes it more believable. But now with Theory being the heel, and nobody likes the fact that he's a Money in the Bank winner, and he cashes in. That's good. Because now, that's not going to stop people from watching the show. That's just going to make more people tune in to see who's going to whoop his ass. Because you're not you're not liking the fact that he's a champion. He'll want he'll I mean, one. I, I mean, e, at, at this point, at this point, I have no idea what the hell's going on. I mean, if, if, if Theory wins those titles, whatever. I, I just don't know how it would go over with the fans. Well, it shouldn't. It shouldn't go because, over with the fans. That's the point. Because, because because you're bringing Brock back for what just to lose the theory? Yeah, because like, I mean, because like, Brock wasn't know, supposed to be there like, in the like, first place. Because remember, there's a list of injuries that happened with both companies, with AEW and WWE, and Brock is the healthiest person and the most viable person for Roman at the time because Bobby Bobby just got the U.S. title, so that's out the way. So that was the only option you could call for for somebody for somebody for Roman to face at a at a spectacle like SummerSlam. That was the only person you could call at the moment. That made that would make any amount of sense. The fans not supposed to gravitate towards Theory winning. That's the whole premise. Think about it. The Rock was with Vince McMahon. Nobody liked that shit. Vince was with Austin. Nobody liked that shit. Vince was with the Spirit Squad. Nobody liked that shit. Vince was with Triple H. Nobody liked that shit. But it's the fact that nobody likes it that makes it more engaging because you kind of want to see the person beat that person. Who gonna be? Who gonna be Austin Theory? Who knows? Is, is he gonna cash in at SummerSlam? Who knows? Anybody can beat Theory. 
I, I've seen his in-ring work, and he's not a pushover like most. I mean, I've seen his match with Bobby Lashley, and it was not it was oh, it work. wasn't a pull pushover type of match. It wasn't a squash. No, he no he can work. He can work, but I just don't think he's unbeatable. Like say maybe a Brock huh. or maybe a Roman. Like like his character isn't built upon that that mountain. Oh, I see what you're saying. So I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's not built to be this 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 ultimate. Badass, tough, unbeatable, whatever guy. He's you know he's he's a, he's a prick. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So if if he wins the titles, I'm like, well, all right. So what, Roman? Roman will what take it back from him, or maybe Brock? I mean, well, you know, like, Roman's a heel, so I. So Brock beat Roman, so that's the only way I can see theory actually cashing in, because Brock is well liked now. So for it to work. It has to be Brock that theory catches in on. It can't be Roman because Roman is is in a sense a heel, even though he still gets some cheers here and there. He's being characterized as a heel character. So, you know, if you cash in on Roman, you might get cheered for it in, in a sense. It has to be Brock the one you you cash in on, or it has to be a face that you cash in on. If I mean hell, you might not even he might not even cash in on SummerSlam. He might cash in on ooh. Shit. I just thought about it. What? What? What if he cashes in on The Rock at WrestleMania? Who? Theory. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. What if he what, 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 what if he does it? I will riot. Why 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 would you why would you riot? I will I will Why why would you but well, think about it, Rick? If you are a heel, who would you catch <laughs> if you are a heel, if you are a bad guy, I, you mean to tell me you not sign see, off on the fact you're gonna get off if you're gonna beat the top baby face? My issue My issue with what you're saying is this. You seem to think because he's a heel, it's okay. Yes. And my thing with you is E, well, it's deeper than that. It depends on who the heel is. You can't just choose a guy out the street and be like, well, he's a heel, so he should cash in and, and, and become champion. Like, I don't think that's right. But Theory's already a cater- Theory and is that already is, a heel because that of, doesn't make sense because of Vince McMahon's backing. Yeah. And yeah, e, I don't, I don't get. Well, Vince is stepping down. But but that's so personal stuff. But I'm talking about on TV. <laughs> on, on TV. I, I mean, on I mean, TV. That is Vince's guy, well, and anybody that's Vince's guy well, he, is a heel. Anybody. So I mean, he already just, established he, himself I, I just think, as a heel. So why not cash in on on someone that everybody okay. likes? Okay, so if Chad Gable was the heel, would you agree with him cashing on the? Yeah, rock? if he was a heel, Chad Gable. Wow. Anybody that's a heel, if you want heat, that's how you get okay. heat, Rick. You can't get heat by just doing on any other Joe Blow. That's not how that thing works. Like that, that's not how it works. Heels are typically people. Austin Theory is still a Joe Blow. No, nah, nah. He's still he's, a Joe he's a, Blow. He's a, he's a, I, don't care, I don't care what you say. I don't. I don't care what you say. Austin Theory, he ain't that man yet. He's he, he's a Joe Blow to me. Clearly, clearly, because he's the money in the bank. Clearly, somebody sees something. I don't care. Clearly, I don't care if he is Vince's guy. I don't clearly, care. Now, I don't, okay, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. I will say this. I will. I will, I will say this. Anybody, Vince, don't be on TV. With just anybody he don't be on tv every week if he's on tv with you and he's sharing the screen with you that means there is something in you that is special to him he's on screen with austin he's special he was on screen with rock 
he's special. He was on screen with Triple H, he's special. He was on screen with Big Show, Big Show special. He was now he now he hasn't been on screen consistently with anyone for a number of years, with the exception of Austin Theory. Now he is no different. Honestly, honestly, he is no different than anybody else that I've mentioned because Stone Austin's rise to stardom was his feud with Vince McMahon. That's his rise. That was the breaking point. So if Vince is involved in the storyline with you, you are destined to be great unless you just fuck it up. Unless you just completely fuck it up on your own. That's that's it. So if you are a bad guy, which is that what Austin Theory is, and he has proven in ring he can go. He's been the United States champion. He has beaten some credible people, legitimately. You know, what well, you know, and, and if he did it in an underhanded way, fuck, he's a heel. You're supposed to do that shit. So if I had the pencil and you had the rock versus Roman, and if Rock beats Roman, because nobody thinks Rock's gonna beat Roman because, you know, or whatever. But the perfect caveat to that is if Rock beats Roman. Rock is weak, Theory cashes in, beat Rock, and people can't stand that shit because the Rock is so loved. You have Theory cash on on him, and now the talk of the town is, who is this guy that beat the Rock? Who cashed in on the Rock? That means your ass gonna watch on Monday what this dude is gonna be talking about. No, I'm not. You won't. I'm not. You won't. I guarantee you right now. The radio is going to shoot to the goddamn roof because numbers don't lie. Hey, well, numbers don't lie. Hey, more, more power to them, E. More power to them. And, and, and I'm sure you, but Rick, you or Max you will this, tell okay. me what the hell Rick, happened. What would you want this man to do? You want him to cash in on who you want him to cash in on? That That is effective like that. Just as effective I as mean, the he'll have to. I mean, he'll have, but I mean, E, just because he has that money in the bank, don't mean he'll be successful. There have been guys who try to catch in, but fail. They, no, no, I'm sorry. Two. Two people. And how many years? Two. And that's because they was on their way out. Two people. I think two people only are the only ones that failed. That's it. And now it was a hundred percent success rate on the women's side. So if you really look at those numbers, there is like a 92% success rate with cashing in that money in the bank. And why would you have him fail in the first place if you just called him in to win the money in the bank like that? So who would you have him cash in on that has the biggest impact as a heel? I don't know, E. I don't know, E. Just just have him cash in, have him win the titles, and then be no, done no, no, with no. it. No, 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 don't brush it away. Just, don't brush it away. Just uh, be done other, with it. Other than the rock. I mean, I, I mean, E. Biggest, who is, I don't who care. Is the biggest baby face. Other I than don't the care for the combo anymore. I don't care for the conversation anymore. I mean, Austin Theory won the, the money yeah. in the bank. If he cashes in and wins the belts. So be it. Okay, so, so be it. I look back on it. So be I look, it. Did Rob but, Van Dam win the money I, in the bank? But I, I, okay. yes. So Rob Van Dam, okay, Edge won money in the bank, right? Edge Edge was the heel. I Did he win money? Ooh, that's yeah, he did. Good question. He did. Okay. So I think okay. Edge won it twice. I think he won it twice. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not 100% sure. Okay. But Edge was a heel. He cashed in. You know what I'm saying? That was it. Yeah, he, but he cashed yeah, in on the top Edge. baby Edge face was, of the company too. But but that's Edge. Edge was already a made man at that point. Don't matter. He cashed in on the biggest guy in the yard. It does matter. It it does it does matter. He don't compare Edge to Austin. 
You don't. I, do I, that. I get don't that. Do what that. I'm saying is Rob Van Dam. Rob. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Rob Van Dam is a. Rob Van Dam was already a made man. In ECW, Austin Theory isn't. Austin Theory isn't. Yeah, he has Vince's backing, but that only means that he, he's getting more opportunities than the, than the, the the next man would. That's all that means to me. E, when we, when you say that, yeah, he got Vince's backing. That only means he's getting more opportunities. Wait over other guys who might be more deserving of it. That's all that really means. You you know that, I know that. Edge was already a made man. Rod Van Dam was already a made man. Well, you know, aren't, so we the theory, ones, theory, aren't we the ones that always say, <laughs> push the young talent, and when there's young talent being pushed, we got an issue with it? Think about that. Push him to push him to the highest title already? I mean, he already won the mid-card title already. He already been a United States champion for a while. He won that and lost that shit real quick. Nah, he had it. He, had it, for, the he same, had it for a couple months. And then the same night, the same night, won Money in the Bank. Oh, oh, okay. Another prime example. Chris Jericho beat The Rock and Austin the same night. Nobody saw that coming. No one, no one saw that coming. E, I don't, e, I don't know how you can compare guys. But, but hold on, hold on. You love comparing. You love comparing guys. Time, e, I never, I never no, understood. No, no, no. At the time, at the time, guys. Chris Jericho beat The Rock and Austin. <laughs> to, at the time, at the time that Austin faced Jericho and Rock faced Jericho, Austin, Jericho was not on their level at that point in time, according to a fan base. We, now, don't think about who he is now. Think about who he was then, because nobody counted Jericho in that match, in those matches that night. But he beat both of them and became the first undisputed champion. Nobody saw it coming. He is the youngest out of all of them, out of both of them. Matter of fact, Randy Orton, another one, the youngest world champion. We now forget who he is now, but back then, we didn't see him beating Chris Benoit. But he did. But we talk about pushing young talent. And this man got it in the ring. He's good on the mic. He's dick on the mic. He's a heel, which at this point is, I feel like the industry is lacking. And people don't like the fact that he's he's getting these quote unquote handouts, which makes it even better to the point that he's a heel. And then you cash in on the top guy, the top baby face. Because that gives you more heat. Because now people are gonna gonna pay money every week. Well, not pay money every week, but you know what I mean. Watch TV every week to see what happens with him and see who who actually whoop his ass. Because you pay to see that. You pay to see that the heels ass get whipped. You we know this. Baby faces don't hold championships for that long anyway. Unless you Hogan. Yeah. Hell, even Sting didn't hold a belt. I hear didn't hold a belt for that long. I, I hear you. Well, I mean, I now is he going to cash in at SummerSlam? I'm leaning towards no. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Mania might be, might be that cash in, but I could be wrong. I could be 100% Grade A wrong, but and like you said, there is a small percent chance he not he won't be successful in his cash in. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it just seems a bit premature, but you know. Oh, who was else? What do I who know? Who else was in that Money in the Bank? Uh, what? What? Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Was he yeah. in it? Seth Rollins. I think uh, almost. Almost. Yeah. I think almost was Seamus, in it. Seamus. Um, Drew McIntyre. Seamus Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah. If anything, if anything, I think people were going for Seth to win it. A lot you of know, people were. Seth, Seth still has Seth, Seth still has his fan base. Let's not get that confused. People still want Seth back in that top spot. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. And, and I can see Seth. I can't see Amos. I can't see Sheamus. You know, I can't see. Well, I can see Drew McIntyre. I, I still like Drew McIntyre. Y'all might not, but I still do. I think he, I think he can be a universal champion or whatever champion. I believe that. Uh, I think he already got a championship that. match set you know up with saying? Roman Reigns at Clash of the Castle. Well, he will lose that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, okay. So from 2005, the Money in the Bank winners were, <laughs> were Edge, Rob Van Dam, Mr. Kennedy, Edge again, CM Punk, CM Punk again, Jack Swagger, Kane, The Miz, Daniel Bryan, Alberto Del Rio, Dolph Ziggler, John Cena, Damian Sandow, Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, Sheamus, Dean Ambrose, Baron Corbin, Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar, Otis, The Miz, Big E, and now Theory. The Miz won twice? Uh... Uh, the Miz won on the 23rd and he became champion and the Miz won in 2010 and became champion yeah yeah now I, you know there's I some mean, unsuccessful ones out there I, I said two but I think it might be a little bit more than that I don't think Mr. no Mr. Kennedy never won Damian Sandow never won Otis never cashed in for the heavyweight title he cashed in for the tag titles um uh yeah that's it but yo like you know we got we got one more thing to talk about to uh today after the music break um and that is roast tico now you gave a dislike button for that one and i'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> you, gave a di- you gave a dislike button for that one but we're gonna find out why he did a dislike button for that but we'll be back after this music break um, to go, go in our final segment talking about some Star Wars and Rose Tico. So stick around. All right. Earth Matt, the mad scientist here, and I'm here to tell you our two year anniversary issue of Orange Phoenix magazine is out right now. I will repeat the two year anniversary edition of Orange Phoenix magazine is out right now featuring an amazement the orange phoenix staff visited an amazement in raleigh north carolina and is featured in our two-year anniversary edition and there's not one but there's two options to actually get this magazine the first option all you have to do is go to www.patreon.com forward slash orange phoenix and for only five dollars a month you are guaranteed an issue every single month for only five dollars a month that's it now, if you don't want to do that option, there is option two. If you go to www.orangephoenixmedia.com and click on magazine, you can get a single issue for $7.99. Just a single issue. You got two options. There's no other excuses for you not to have this magazine. There's no other excuse for you not to subscribe to this magazine. www.patreon.com forward slash orangephoenix and www.orangephoenixmedia.com. Com. Go ahead, check it out. Give it a read.
that's why you gotta kill the shit you go crazy something to come across my desk here um and we were just talking about this earlier now it says that it's official mutants are now in the mcu with miss Mar- oh snap i had to stop myself i had to stop myself you know, but miss marvel miss marvel isn't a mutant she's an inhuman but of course that has to be changed because there aren't any inhumans in the mcu well not in this universe anyway 616 true 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 now i heard in the miss marvel finale you might need to watch it i didn't want to read too much but there may be some reveal to that to mutants in in miss marvel the finale just keep that in mind keep that in mind all right all right so that's breaking on moving on breaking news now, the thing that, that Thanos Rick uh, hit the dislike button on, uh, last month, fans descended on Anaheim for a Star Wars celebration, the first galactic get-together of its kind in years. The passion for Galaxy Far, Far Away burns brighter than ever, and this time, Lucasfilm decided to only highlight their upcoming fair for Disney+. Plus. Most of it is set in the prequel or post-original trilogy era, and there are no projects announced that are set in the sequel era. Disney could fix this very easily by signing a deal with Kelly Marie Tran to lead as Rose Tico, limited or ongoing series. Currently, Obi-Wan Kenobi Moses Ingram is facing racist and hateful comments. 
um, from the trolls on social media. The last person to face this onslaught of unwarranted hate was Tran. Now, when people when people angry about the last Jedi successfully bullied her off of social media, sometime later she wrote about her experience in New York Times, an empowering essay. Yet such an experience could and maybe should leave leave a bad taste in the actor's mouth when it comes to Star Wars. Luckily, Kelly Marie Tran is braver than most whenever she shows up at Star Wars Celebration. The fans in attendance show her nothing but love, and during her most recent appearance, host Christina Ariel had to pause three times for the volley of cheers coming her way. Now, for this reason, and, and how criminally underutilized Rose Tico was in Rise of Skywalker, as we all know, um, even if she weren't owed a solid Lucasfilm, the Rose Tico character is the perfect one with which to tell a Star Wars story in the sequel era. Now, the moment she first appears in Last Jedi, she is us. Sure, she's a resistance mechanic in the fictional universe, but she's a fan of all Star Wars characters. And these type of fan insert characters are usually, usually popular, especially if they are fans of the story's heroes. Now, it wasn't the case with her, whether it is because of the misogyny, racism, or the fact that Rose voiced that arguably tepid political viewpoint of The Last Jedi. Now, Ah, what's going on, Tuyan? What's going on, mister? New listeners out here. Um, now, in the next film, J.J. Abrams wanted to put Rose right at the center of the Resistance Command, yet because of the limited footage they had to work with after Carrie Fisher's untimely death, Rose's story was trimmed to the point of being a cameo. Still, despite its believable reason for how that film came together, some Rose fans think it was something more sinister. They believe that Lucasfilm succumbed to the online pressure from the trolls who bullied Tran off of social media. And what better way to prove that they can give Rose Tico a chance to shine at the Disney Plus series? Now, Thanos Rick, why you give it a dislike button? Knowledge, all the bullshit that came with her role in the movie casting the the lines the her presence whatever whatever it was that people were upset about you know we acknowledge that and we you know we, we empathize that's fucked up it's fucked up what happened it never should have happened you know we said before e star wars fans can be the most toxic fan base in the in the whole world yeah, worse than dragon Ball. we know that you know worse than anything star wars fans are just toxic well not all not all of us but a lot of us can be toxic. Right. Now, so you know, we 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 feel for her and we stand with her and by her. That's point blank simple. Period. With that being said, what would this show be about uh, if it was to come to fruition? Because e, I, I have an issue with. I'm having an issue with. And of course, I can't do anything about it. I'm not a part of the pro. I'm not, but because I'm paying for these services and I want to see good material, you know, I have a stake in it. I believe because I'm paying for this. I'm a fan, right? So my question is, what is the purpose of all these shows? You know, when I question Hawkeye, when I question Echo, when I question, you know, a Kenobi or whatever. You know this show like what what's the purpose behind it what's this about what are we doing yeah because it ain't like it ain't like she was so much you know that much important in, in the story to begin with like she had a very small role 
So if you're gonna devote an entire series to her, I'm like, okay, but well, what would this, what would it be about? You know, like, okay, Rogue One, Rogue One was an exception, but you had a lot of moving parts to Rogue One. We understood the story, we understood, you know, what was going on with it. We understood what they were trying to do with Rogue One and it was done very well. But with this show, what do you, is it gonna be like a Rogue One? Is it gonna be, because she's not Jedi, she's not Sith, she's not, you know, she's a mechanic. Yeah. With the resistance or whatever, which is fine, but what? I mean, she held her own what, what, um, in like the series. Like, I think originally she was poised to be alongside Leia. Um, I mean, she rode on like a creature towards a Star Destroyer, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, she can go back to the casino and just wreck that place. I mean, I think she's more than just a mechanic because I mean, honestly, in the second movie, she was literally, she was into action. She wasn't just a mechanic. She wasn't like, um, just, just innocent bystander. I mean, I think that the last movie left a sour taste in our mouths for obvious reasons. And Rose Tico's character was one of them. Um, I think it's, it's a lot you can do with her character. Um, you know, she can come into her own because, and, and it's right in this in this assessment here, according to, you know, comic book resources that usually the obscure characters get the most love. I mean, hell, Boba Fett wasn't really a premier character, but people gravitate to Boba Fett because he had, you know, he had a relative role, but it wasn't as big as Luke's or Han's or Vader's or, or Palpatine. You know what I'm saying? He was, I mean, I wouldn't say a side character, but he wasn't as high profile as everybody else. But there is a huge fan base for Bob, you know, for Boba Fett. So Rose is this other, can be this other character that the fan base gravitate towards. And this could, if they do this, if they green light this, this could very well be one of the highest rated Star Wars series, if done right. Well, let's 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 not go that far. Let's, I'm let's just saying, be, because let's, of what she's been through. Let's let, let's let's slow down. Let's, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm just talking. Look, I'm just I'm just I'm, you know me. You know, I know me. I think long term. I, I, I know you mean well, but let's 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 pump the brake a little. I mean, of course I do, but I mean, considering <laughs> the reception that she gets when she goes to Star Wars celebrations and she gets nothing but love, and when you see something like that and you see she didn't get her shine and that shine got taken away from her. And you see that on Disney Plus that she gets involved, and you may see Finn again, possibly. You know, if if he says he's gonna do another, I don't think he's gonna do another. But if Rose is part of it, I think that might sway John Boyega a little bit. But you know, you might see um like one of the highest rated Star Wars shows. I mean, hell, Mandalorian wasn't really about Boba Fett, but Mandalorian is definitely successful. So just off the principle of what he wore. So, I mean, it ain't too far-fetched to say that. Because I'm, I, I mean, we know Jedi, we know Sith, but the other people, like the smugglers and the mechanics and the people that use blasters and stuff like that, they need more shine at this, at, at a certain point. I mean, obviously Knights of the Old Republic would definitely, if when they do it or whenever, you know, hopefully they will do it, this will definitely be the best story Star Wars will ever have. If they do Knights of the Old Republic. I mean, I'm front and center for that. But a role... They need to do... 
they need to do a Knights of Ren. They could. That was probably one of the biggest missed opportunities of that new trilogy. Yeah. So we'll we'll see, man. But I'm not opposed. But hey, I'm, let's 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 get the Rose Show. I'm all for it. Let's do yeah. it. I mean, like I said, according to she did start the Death Star Destroyer while mounted on a horse-like creature. After all, she can't handle the action. You know, from what is being said, um, you know, she lost her sister. She lost her home. I mean, she's, in a sense, it's kind of like Leia, in a way. You know, Leia lost her home, too. Um, now, now, it says that Rose Tico series could, like Andor, show a side of the resistance that we didn't see. Because, you know, with movies, they pack a lot in. Well, with series, you can you can kind of explain a whole lot more. You can explain stuff. I say let's let's do it. I say let's do it. I'm not opposed to it. Give Rose her shine. Give Kelly Marie Tran her damn shine. But you got to be very careful in, like you said earlier, you got to be very careful in the story, uh, how they portray it, because um you know fans can't shit on it. So. There's that. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for our show today. But we're going to be in another show on Friday at noon Eastern time with the writers and showrunners of X-Men, the animated series, Eric and Julia Leroy, as they talk about the old series as well as the upcoming continuation X-Men series that's coming to Disney Plus on 2023. Eric and Julia Leroy. And I will be posting today on Instagram as well as on Facebook questions that you may have for Eric and Julia Leewald and I will be reciting those questions to to the happy couple on Friday at noon and also on Friday night at 8 p.m. we are discussing the pro wrestling goat as well as some of the geek corner members because they actually listed off um they actually listed off some of the wrestlers other than myself Daniel Strick and Max and Mad Max there's other people in the geek corner and my followers of the Orange Phoenix Media on Instagram. They listed their pro wrestling goats, and we're going to be talking about those as well. Cannot wait for Friday, man. It's going to be super, super busy. Noon at Eastern Time and at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Thanos Street, you got anything else for the listeners out there? Listen, we will speak on Repo Man. Just FYI. Repo Man. Why? Why? Wow. He's one of the goats, man. Jesus Christ. We, yeah, we are. We are just. <laughs> We discussed Repo Man and Barry Horowitz. And my man Doink. My man Doink. Got those Doink yeah, in there. Let's not forget Dink. You know, but I Doink. There's, there's no Dink. But whatever. Hey, man. Whatever, man. Hey, we'll man. be back at noon Eastern time to discuss hey. X-Men, the animated series, with the creators. I'm sorry, with the writers and showrunners for the series, as well as consultants for the new X-Men 97 on Disney Plus series, as well as the Pro Wrestling Goat at 8 p.m. Eastern Time with myself, Thanos Rick, and Mad Max. So see you guys on Friday. Till next time. Peace. Peace.